Welcome back to the MedBullet Step 1 podcast. In this episode, we go over the topic of anemia of renal failure from the hematology section on MedBullets.com. Let's start this episode with a clinical snapshot. A 45-year-old man with history of stage 5 chronic kidney disease presents with increased shortness of breath, exercise intolerance, and general weakness. He regularly receives dialysis treatment. On physical exam, he is notably pale. He also has conjunctival pallor. Laboratory results reveal that he is anemic with normal iron levels. His reticulocyte count is low. Given his history of chronic kidney disease, he is started on EPO. This is a case of anemia of renal failure. Let's now get into the topic. Let's start with an introduction about this topic. Anemia of renal failure or anemia of chronic kidney disease is a normochromic normocytic anemia. With respect to the pathogenesis, erythropoietin or EPO is synthesized in the kidney. EPO stimulates red blood cell or RBC production. In chronic kidney disease, there is decreased EPO production. This leads to apoptosis of erythroid progenitor cells. It also leads to decreased reticulocyte count and RBC production. Other factors contributing to anemia in chronic kidney disease include uremic-induced inhibition of RBC production and shortened half-life. Risk factors of this condition include decreased glomerular filtration rate, angiotensin receptor blockers, and ACE inhibitors. Let's now discuss the clinical presentation including symptoms of anemia of renal failure. Symptoms of anemia which typically occur if the hemoglobin is less than 10 grams per deciliter include fatigue, generalized weakness, dyspnea, and lightheadedness. In terms of the diagnostic evaluation of anemia of renal failure, anemia would be diagnosed if the hemoglobin is less than 13 grams per deciliter in men and less than 12 grams per deciliter in women. Patients would also have a decreased reticulocyte count and may have normal iron levels. Signs of kidney damage include albuminuria, electrolyte abnormalities, and decreased glomerular filtration rate. In terms of a differential diagnosis, the two main differentials to keep in mind here would be anemia of chronic disease and iron deficiency anemia. With respect to treatment modalities, medical management would involve the use of erythropoiesis-stimulating agents such as EPO, iron supplements, and red cell transfusion only in urgent situations with hemodynamic instability. With respect to complications, untreated anemia increases the risk of cardiovascular events and progression of CKD. For patients with CKD, maintaining a hemoglobin level of greater than 12 grams per deciliter will increase the risk of stroke, diabetes, and cardiovascular events. Okay, so now that we've gone over the major points about this topic, let's go over one question to apply the information and get a sense of how this topic has been tested on past exams. A 73-year-old man with a 50-year history of type 2 diabetes and stage 3 chronic kidney disease presents to his primary care doctor for a scheduled follow-up and routine labs. He states that he has had no real change in his health except that he feels like he has had bouts of lightheadedness and almost passing out, which resolve with sitting down. The patient does not have a history of syncope or arrhythmia. On his labs, he is found to have a hemoglobin of 11.0 grams per deciliter. His estimated glomerular filtration rate is determined to be 45 milliliters per minute per 1.73 square meters. Testing of his stool is negative for blood. Additionally, a peripheral blood smear demonstrates normochromic cells. 
As a result, the patient is started on erythropoietin. Which of the following likely describes the anemia? 1. Macrocytic anemia with megaloblasts. 2. Macrocytic anemia without megaloblasts. 3. Microcytic anemia. 4. Normocytic anemia with decreased reticulocyte count. Or 5. Normocytic anemia with increased reticulocyte count. And the correct answer choice is answer choice 4, normocytic anemia with decreased reticulocyte count. This patient's normocytic anemia in the setting of chronic kidney disease is likely due to anemia of chronic disease, which is a normocytic anemia with a decreased reticulocyte count. Remember, for patients with kidney disease, renal production of erythropoietin, or EPO, is affected. This anemia from chronic kidney disease tends to be seen once the glomerular filtration rate, or GFR, drops below 60 milliliters per minute per 1.73 squared meter, or stage 3 or higher. Since EPO stimulates the bone marrow to produce red blood cells, exogenous EPO needs to be administered in patients with chronic kidney disease and anemia. Due to slow red blood cell production, the reticulocyte count is decreased, resulting in a normocytic normochromic anemia. This is in contrast to hemolytic anemias, which are also normocytic, but have increased reticulocyte counts. Let's now review the incorrect answer choices. Answer choice 1, a macrocytic anemia with megaloblasts occurs when there is impaired DNA synthesis. This can occur in many situations, such as folate or B12 deficiency, or erotic aciduria when there is a defect in UMP synthase. This patient's history does not suggest a risk for these. Answer choice 2. A macrocytic anemia without megaloblasts can occur in situations that do not involve impaired DNA synthesis. This includes alcoholism and liver disease. This patient's history does not suggest a risk for these. Answer choice 3. A microcytic anemia occurs with a mean corpuscular volume of less than 80 femtoliters. These are hypochromic and are most commonly due to iron deficiency from chronic bleeding. This patient does not have any evidence of chronic bleeding and does not appear to have any risk factors for hereditary microcytic anemias such as thalassemia or sideroblastic anemia. And finally, answer choice 5, a normocytic anemia with increased reticulocyte count occurs in the sideroblastic anemia, which is due to a defect in heme synthesis. While this can be X-linked, it can also be acquired from myelodysplastic syndromes or B6 or copper deficiency. In summary, anemia associated with chronic kidney disease is due to reduced erythropoietin production and can be treated with exogenous erythropoietin. And that's all for this review about anemia of renal failure. Hopefully that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 1 podcast, a daily audio review session by MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. Keep in mind that these podcasts are designed to go along with the topics on MedBullets.com, and in fact, you can listen to these episodes right on the MedBullets website or mobile app while going through the topic. If you've gotten any value from these MedBullet Step 1 podcasts so far, please consider leaving us a 5-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Also, if you are not already, be sure to follow MedBullets on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for daily high-yield content. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullet Step 1 podcast.